excess cash fast to purchase a property at an auction, look to do development or buying another property before yours is sold, then bridging finance can be an option for you. It is a secured loan used for borrowing for a short term. Bridging finance is being used in investments made across the UK with greater frequency as more and more borrowers are utilizing the funding to benefit their property transactions. Despite becoming very popular in the recent years, many borrowers are still unfamiliar with bridging finance and how it works. Hi everyone, this is Ash Ajaz and in today's episode I will provide you all that you need to know about bridging finance. Let's get started. There are two types of bridging loans, open-ended and closed-ended. An open-ended bridge loan has no set end date and you can repay it as soon as funds become available. However, they normally tend to last for a year but can be longer. A closed bridge loan, on the other hand, has a fixed end date and they tend to last normally for a couple of weeks or months. Open-ended bridge loans are more expensive compared to closed bridge loans because they offer more flexibility to the borrower. When you take out a bridge loan, a charge will be placed on the property you're using as security. A charge determines the priority of debt if you are unable to pay the loan. First charge loans are where the loan is the first or only borrowing secured against the property. Traditional mortgages are normally first charge loans. Second charge loans are where you take out a loan on an asset on which you already have a loan or mortgage outstanding. If a property is repossessed and sold to pay off the outstanding debts, a first charge loan would have to be paid off first before the second charge loan. Amount you can borrow depends on the value of the property and the equity it has. This is normally 75% of the property value. You will typically be able to borrow more on a first charge bridge loan compared to a second charge bridge loan. Bridging loans are priced monthly because they are normally taken for a short period and the rates can be between 0.5% and 1.5% per month. Interest is normally charged in one of three ways. Monthly interest, where you make interest payments each month. Rolled up or deferred interest, where you pay all the interest at the end of the term along with the original loan. And retained interest, where the total interest is deducted from the advance at the start. Some lenders may let you combine these options. You will have to pay fees when taking out a bridging loan. These include arrangement fee, normally between 1% and 2%, administration fee, valuation fees, legal fees where you will pay for both your and lender's solicitors, broker fee, and with certain lenders an exit fee or early repayment fee. Depending on the lender, you can have the money in as little as seven days. This depends on your property getting valued, lender checks, and legals. When taking a bridging loan, you need to have clear exit or repayment strategy. Most common are sale of property or refinance to term loan. This is vital to avoid hassle when bridge loan term comes to an end. 
Some of the pros of bridging loans are fast application process, ability to borrow large amount, and flexible borrowing options with the ability to repay anytime and only paying interest for the period you need the money. Cons include high interest rates, high fees, and security against your property. So guys, this was my guide to bridging finance. Hope you found the information useful. Please be sure to check out some of the other helpful videos appearing on your screens right now. Subscribe to this channel and thank you so much for watching.